Hey, welcome to the Mentally Ill Filmmaker Podcast. Whether you're a veteran, a beginner, or just somebody who's thought about dabbling in the process that is filmmaking, here we explore the creative process of filmmaking with a major focus on mental health. Join me as I document my journey of maintaining my mental health while mastering the craft that I've loved my entire life. I'm going to address the overlooked topics as well as offer advice and insights that hopefully empower the mental health filmmaking warrior in you. If you're a film lover, a filmmaker, or just someone who happens to love someone who is, together we're going to find the answers here on the Mentally Ill Filmmaker Podcast. Hey, and welcome to the Mentally Ill Filmmaker Podcast. I am your host, Jared Moses, and today we are talking about being ghosted. Now, I know that you've probably felt dealt with being ghosted in a dating situation or even a job situation. Uh, if you've ever been a freelancer, I'm sure you understand that being ghosted is something that is not uncommon. Where I was not aware that being ghosted was a thing was the film industry. I had no idea. And now, now. For you veterans out there, before you, you know, laugh at me, understand, I'm still a, I'm still a little bit of a noob as far as a, uh, growing and learning about this industry and what it, what it takes to, to actually get through this thing. So, today I'm going to talk to you about the five things that I have learned about being ghosted and how they may or may not help you. But before I jump into that, I'm going to open up with a story time. I was working on a film called Survive. I was it was my first short film. It was the assignment given to me by my mentor. It was very big. I'm still planning on shooting it to this day. But at the time, um, it was the first assignment I ever got. And with that, uh, it was it was a big deal. I was intimidated, but super excited and went out to try to do this thing. I went to Backstage.com, and I ended up getting myself a DP. The DP that I got, for those that don't know, is, is a director of photography, um, the person that's in charge of the camera crew. Um, the DP that I got um, was 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 awesome. They were open to to working together. They they loved my style of of, of directing and then organizing a, pr- a production, and they connected with me. They also told me they had friends and people that they wanted to, that would love to help out, that it would be an honor to help a filmmaker, uh, you know, a beginning filmmaker get their foot in the door with their first project. I immediately explained in full transparency, I had no ability to pay them uh, at this time. That I would pay for gas money, that I would, to get them to and from the set, I would make sure that they had home-cooked meals for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. If dinner was, you know, how long we were there, I would do everything I could to ultimately make sure that they were taken care of and they were in a safe and awesome environment. They agreed to this. That was fine. Everything was going great. We were able to actually get an actress for the role um, that we needed. It was this was thing was coming together, and I was excited. I'm sure if you're a filmmaker, you know you know what it's like when when it seems like the whole production is coming together. So then something happened. The DP ended up getting another job um, 
one that did pay, which was fine. They said they wouldn't be able to do the shooting dates that we had originally targeted. And if we could push it back um, to uh, a few weeks, just so that they can do the job that they did. And then they'll be able to do our job. I said, that's perfectly fine. I prioritized the DP simply because of all the, the favors they had done for me and how grateful I was for the entire situation. That being said, I, you know, we, we pushed the production days back and everything went well. We had a production meeting, myself, the DP, and my mentor who had wanted to sort of just observe, see how I was doing things, see where I needed improvement, where I where I was doing well, and, and so on and so forth. And we had a nice discussion over the shot list. Everything was going great. Uh, the DP and I had exchanged emails about some of the equipment that I would need to rent in order to get the shots we were talking about getting. And I said, okay. Not a problem. We'll get that done. I asked a few questions. She answered those questions. Uh, I sent her the emails uh, with with all the stuff that that she had suggested we would use. Uh, I sent it to her and said, these are the items I found. Are these looking good? Never heard anything back. I assumed, you know, it was the weekend. I would probably hear back on Monday. That following Monday came, still heard nothing. I figured maybe she just got caught up with this new job. No big deal. Half the week went by, still nothing, so I decided to just shoot her a text and say, hey, not sure what's going on, maybe you didn't get my email, I sent you a couple of things, if you want to reach back out to me, I would love to talk to you about the the stuff that I sent, and and we can move forward. Still nothing. Uh, I let another week go by, and decided to call finally. Left a voicemail, said, hey, not sure what's going on, Um, if you have... Any, uh, if there's an issue, please let me know uh, so I can be able to fix it. Uh, and, you know, just reach back out. I wanted to assume that there was, there, was, there was no major issue. But what ultimately ended up happening was I ended up, you know, I followed her on social media already. And I noticed that she was doing all kinds of things and was around. So it wasn't like she was in danger or... Uh, not in good health or anything like that. So I was just concerned. So I reached out and I said, Hey, look, no hard feelings. If you're not interested in working together, I'm perfectly fine. Not, not going to, you know, not going to chew your head off. I just kind of want to know where we are. So I know how to move forward and where to go next. Um, still nothing to this day. Nothing. This was months ago. This situation led me down a dark spiral of depression. I, I quit filming filmmaking i decided it wasn't for me uh and keep in mind it wasn't just because of this there was some other stuff going on in my personal life but this definitely played a big part in it because my entire film fell apart because the only person that was still in was the actress the entire crew disappeared because they were all connected to the dp and it just broke me it made me feel like if this is the kind of world that this is the kind of world that I'm trying to get into. Uh, I don't think I can mentally handle this. I, I don't, I don't want to do it. And so my, my mentor talked to me and I, I told him, you know, I just need to take a break and I'll, and I'll get back with you. Uh, and that was a few months, that was a couple months ago. And, you know, it obviously I've made it back and I'm, I'm back on things and I'm doing things. But in that period of time, I learned five things. And those five things I want to share with you. The first thing, that I suggest when you get ghosted is that you accept it, learn acceptance, learn that this is going to, this is going to happen in the entertainment industry. Uh, sometimes, especially 
in the indie world where folks aren't getting paid. So if you're working with people and you're not able to pay them, it doesn't make you a bad person. It happens. Sometimes you don't have the funding to, to, to cover it the way you want to, but you do have to kind of be prepared for the idea that sometimes people are going to bail on you or not be professional because they're not getting paid. So they don't feel that they owe you that level of professionalism. Now that's not necessarily right, but it's, the case and sometimes even in situations where you pay people you may find that there are people who are not always going to be uh, professional and handle things in the most professional way so learning to accept it that's the first thing the second thing you're going to have to do is you're going to have to know that it's not you it's them for some people fear of confrontation is a real thing and they're afraid that you're going to chew their head off or you're going to cuss them out or you're going to you know be a real nightmare if they tell you, look, I don't really want to work with you anymore, or this just isn't working for me, or I thought I was going to love this project and it's it's just not aligned with where I want to go with my career, or I'd rather just focus my attention on things that are going to be, um, that are going to bring me closer to my goals. And working on this is not going to do that for me. And instead of just saying that, some people are worried about how the other person might react. So the best way to deal with it is just to ghost them all together. So, some, so, so it's important to realize that it's not always you, it's them. That being said, it's important to also know that sometimes it is you. Because being a filmmaker is often more than just building technical skills. Okay, It's about building up soft skills. I don't care what your position is on the set, if you don't have self-awareness, and if you don't know if your i if your EQ is is at its highest, then you can be a real problem to work with. A great way to find out whether or not you are not the most uh, easy, or if you're not the easiest to work with, is to take a look at other jobs that you've had, whether that be in the film industry or if it's been, you know, office jobs or whatever it is, retail, whatever it is. What have, what have been some of your performance reviews? What have they said about you? What have people thought about you? Have you had other employees who've complained about your attitude or the way that you approach situations? Or you're, you know, are you a negative person? Do you tend to have a, carry a lot of negativity? Um, do you present as a very hostile individual or someone who's not very cooperative? Are you not a team player? Are these the kinds of things that people have said about you before? Even if you didn't, even if you didn't want to acknowledge them, or you had valid reasons for being that way, are those things that might have been said about you? And if they are, they, those could be a reason why somebody might ghost you. And it's important that you are honest with yourself and become self-aware of your weaknesses and work on that. It doesn't, as I said, it doesn't matter what position you have on the set. Soft skills are important. It's important that you learn to communicate. It's important that you learn to be a team player. It's important that you learn to to have empathy and, and look at other people's point of views beyond just yourself. So yeah, sometimes it can be you. The other thing is that it's better to be a jack of all trades when you start out. My biggest mistake was that I dove right into the filmmaking thing and went straight for cast and crew, and I didn't build any technical skills of my own. So my entire production crew was my entire production itself was 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 basically hinged on other people and so when those people left i had nothing i i had no no way of doing this thing that i was setting out to do because everybody was already gone everybody that i was relying on was gone becoming a jack of all trades building up the technical skills on your own 
is perfect. It allows you to be able to say, you know what? If somebody bails on me, I know how to do that job. I can do the lighting. I can be a director. I can act if I need to. I can set up the camera and do the things that I need to do as far as that goes. I can, you know, handle the props. I can be a script supervisor. I can be my own first AD. Um, I can be whatever I need to be if I need to. Of course, it's always nice to have a crew. And of course, you should try to get a crew if you can. But if you can't, build the skills to make yourself a one-man band or a one-person band, if you will, so that you can just sort of carry your own and you're never dependent on anybody else to get the productions done. Because remember, it's always production first. Whatever it takes to get the production done, that's what you have to do. And that's the way you have to think about it. And if you build yourself up with a bunch of skills that allow you to make sure that you can keep the production moving forward, you're golden. So definitely focus on building that up. The last thing that I learned was being grateful. Now, this one may be the hardest one to swallow. It was the hardest one for me to swallow, and it's probably going to be pretty hard for you to swallow. But if you get ghosted, you have to be grateful. You have to be able to say that not only did I dodge a bullet, but and I no longer have to work with an unprofessional individual, but I also learned a valuable lesson of how people operate. I, I've learned who this person is. And in the future, if I'm doing business with you know other people and they're connected to that person, I know now to be a little bit more weary of who that person, you know, who that person may be. Do they carry the same characteristics of this other individual? I'm gonna have a much more um I'm I'm not gonna have the rose-colored glasses that I would normally have in this situation. So being grateful, truly embracing the fact that, yeah, sometimes people do shitty things, but in the end, you, you were spared that. I also know how hard it is to let go of the desire to want to see karma done. You know, when somebody abandons you and especially if you feel like you genuinely didn't do anything wrong, you're going to have that desire to see them get their comeuppance and, and, and get them seeing, you know, whether it be, they either fail in some spectacular way that you can sort of watch and see or or maybe you become super successful and they want to reach out and try to be on your project and you can, you know, turn around and say, well, remember when you, you know, you fucked me over? Well, you know, now you're not going to be a part of this. Whatever it may be, I understand the, the, the desire to lean into that and to really want to feel that. But I, I think that it's better to just sort of accept that it's the nature of the business sometimes. and be grateful that you you learned that lesson. So those are the five things that I ultimately learned. Acceptance, learning that it's not always that it's not always you, it's it sometimes it's them and sometimes it is you. That you need to learn to be a jack of all trades, learn the technical skills necessary so you don't have to rely on others and then learn to be grateful. Be grateful for the lesson that you learned in this. I would also like to say to the ghosters themselves, to the person who ghosted me, and to the people that have sat there and ghosted others who have genuinely just tried to create something in the industry that they love. Thank you for the lesson. Thank you for your cowardice. And in the spirit of trying to be empathetic, I would say that if it's confrontation that you fear, send an email, send a text, 
anything that could avoid you having to read or look at the response of the person who you are moving on from. Either way, do better and be better. That being said, I hope that today's episode was helpful for you. I hope that you were able to see exactly what I was talking about as far as being ghosted and seeing that it's not the end of the world. That if at the end of the day somebody does flake on you and and, and back out, whether it be an actor or a, a crew member or a producer, it's not the end of the world. Your production can still be made. There are plenty of talented individuals in the world, and you do not have to let your world crumble because of the actions of, of a few. I would love to encourage you to please leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. I also want to thank you for listening today. It has been an honor to speak to you and share share my insights with you. I want to tell you that you are loved, you are seen, and you are validated. I am Jared Moses, and this has been the Mentally Ill Filmmaker Podcast. Thanks for listening to the Mentally Ill Filmmaker Podcast. If this brought you any value, or you think it may bring value to the filmmaker in your life, please share it with them. Also, do me a favor. Leave a review. It helps us to spread the message to filmmakers worldwide and helping them get one step closer to becoming a mentally fit filmmaker. You can find all of our episodes on all your normal podcast platforms. Go ahead and subscribe. You can also find us at the Mentally Ill Filmmaker com where we in addition to our podcast have our blog and all my film projects again thanks for listening you were loved you were seen and you were validated i'm jared moses and this has been the mentally ill filmmaker podcast